Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is January 6th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling brought to you by manscaped.com slash Fightful. Uh, this is definitely not the type of show that uh, Manscaped had in mind when they, they sponsored us, obviously, uh, but... Nevertheless, they are our sponsor. They're how we are able to bring you this show for free. So uh, check it out, manscaped.com slash Fightful. <clears throat> Samoa Joe has been released by WWE again. Um, I'll kind of let people gather in here as this is an abrupt, live, unscheduled podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about this, uh, what I found out. There's a lot going on. <clears throat> Man, this is a bummer again. Samoa Joe released by WWE. Uh, they are among the the round of cuts. Now, I think it's interesting to note. Yesterday, when I heard this news from, uh, uh, I heard this news and I was stressed. WWE is not cutting active talent. Well, they've cut a lot a lot of people. Timothy Thatcher, Hideki Suzuki, Danny Burch, now Samoa Joe, who have not been active, uh, and a lot of people saying they saw it coming. Because of Regal's departure, yeah, that man. There's there's an awful lot, um, awful lot of stuff going on right now, and <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I know I'm a little scatterbrained here, um, but Mojo has been released. Eloquent says, was he actually injured or not? Nah? Now, uh, as a reminder, guys, you can always send um, <clears throat> super chats, humper chats, all that stuff. I'm not going to necessarily. Uh, encourage it or anything like that. But if you send them, they will be read on the air. We will address your, your questions, concerns. Uh, this very much has seemed like a let's get everything that, that Triple H NXT stood for and uh, like just move that on, do do that somewhere else, not here. Uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be that anymore. Um, it, it probably not even do it anywhere else. It's just that the NXT will not exist as it as it has. Between the the kicking the gold X down and getting rid of Samoa Joe, I'm just or between Regal. Sorry, I'm really befuddled right now. I'm really befuddled. Like I knew this was coming. If you've if you've listened to our shows <clears throat> from the time the first Triple H call was missed, um, I had a SummerSlam. I was like, that's not that's unusual. And then unfortunately, uh, Triple H sidelined due to things completely unrelated. But uh, then the NXT 2.0 thing happened, and it's like, okay, well, this is different. But then, and really, I think the wheels have been motion, in motion since the pandemic started, in my opinion. 
when it became clear that they weren't going to outdo AEW's numbers, I think that it was uh, the the cards were on the table, so to speak. I was hearing last year, well, USA might move NXT to Tuesdays because why would they want to compete on Wednesdays? Those numbers didn't get up. Um, it's easy to look at that and say, maybe this is why, but a lot of casualties here. You had Scott Armstrong, who uh, 60 years old, he made sure to specify to me, 60 years old, still in great shape. He's going to wrestle somewhere. He's going to wrestle the Indies. You've got Hideki Suzuki, who didn't get to wrestle for WWE. Uh, you've got uh, Danny Birch, who is going to get an indie run. You, you've got <clears throat> Timothy Thatcher, who's not going to hurt for bookings anywhere. But all of these people have been helping out behind the scenes, and Samoa Joe was one of those. So Samoa Joe got released by WWE. Not only, not only did he get released, he was declared medically ineligible by WWE, made an announcer, then released, then brought back as a scout, then put in the ring, had one match, won the title over NXT's next new big guy, who, by the way, has since been called up to Raw, buried and released himself. Then they declared Joe ineligible, stripped the title from him, completely rebranded the show. He never wrestled again. And then they released him. Now, I should specify, there has not been a company-wide email that went out uh, like in previous releases that say, oh, it's due to budget cuts. These people are gone. That's just not the way that it's been. <clears throat> just just kind of quiet. Now, I'll reveal more of that process on FightfulSelect.com. Um, I wanted to go live to react to this, but I'm going to have a full report on FightfulSelect.com um, after this show. So please go over there and subscribe. That's our lifeblood. But uh, I was I was shocked by this. And of course, like it's the second time in a year. It's just, it's not only the second time in a year, like the second time in like, what, eight months or so? Low Pro for Show says he got screwed over. <clears throat> Man. 69 Names Deegan says, dude, again, this is borderline disrespectful. He's such a phenomenal talent. Sad to see him go again. Also heartbroken for Regal. Uh, I'm bummed out for Regal too because of all the work that they put in. But I don't think he's going to be hurting for work, if you know what I'm saying. Like, he's not going to struggle to find a job, is William Regal. So, obviously, a lot of people thought, well, okay, maybe Samoa Joe can be the one that helps these guys learn and is that player coach. And at this stage of his career, that's not not a bad role to have, especially if if you get to stay in one central location, apply your trade. Uh, Samoa Joe is about to be 43 years old. So, I mean, obviously his his best days are probably behind him, but he's still got some very good days in front of him. And he is another guy that just has barely wrestled in the last couple of years. I'm going to pull up his cage match and, and take a look just to be sure. But, yeah, you, you look at him. He didn't wrestle at all from March 2020 up until this past August. And since then, the last two years effectively – He's wrestled a month. That's it. He was sidelined in September of 2019. He came back for a month in 2020, and he wrestled that one match this year. So we're looking at two years and three months, and he's he's wrestled about a month of that. And, uh, you know, I don't know the specific situation. 
Dwayne says he expects Triple H to get the axe now. I don't I don't want to speculate on that. That's that's another thing I want to kind of mention. Don't dance on anybody's grave. Don't speculate about anybody losing their job. That's not what we do here. Um, KW says fired, rehired, wrestled one match where he won the NXT title, vacated the title, disappeared, then got fired a few months later in like eight months. It was a, a very uneventful, eventful time for him. All these things happened, but also somehow nothing happened. But then somehow, well, something did happen because he won the title and it got stripped. The hell are we doing here, man? Mark Losper says, manifesting this into the universe. Samoa Joe and Rampage April 8th. It needs to happen. I don't know about the uh, the element of a non-compete uh, tied to this. I'm, I'm going to ask. Um, but this is a very interesting, unique process that that I did not expect. And I think it says a lot that when I asked about these, I was told no talent cuts, not on the talent side. So I don't think there were ever really any plans for them to do anything with Joe again at this stage. <clears throat> Guys, a reminder, uh, the show brought to you by manscaped.com slash fightful. Again, not the type of plug you want to make, but uh, contractually obligated, you know, manscaped.com slash Fightful. Samoa Joe is gone from WWE again. He had been uh, solidly placed in a scouting role at this point. He'd helped out with the last tryouts. There there are some upcoming tryouts as well. And um, I, I, I don't know who they're trying out for. I don't know who like the head scout is going to be in that situation. Like, is it Johnny Ace? Because if so, yikes. I mean, he was, he was a bit um, long in the twos in that role, so to speak. A long time ago. Perry says 30-day non-compete. I hope. I, I hope the guy's got a no-day non-compete if, if that's what he wants. Um, but I mean, Samoa Joe has been a part of this roster so many different times now. Oh, I just don't. I it's to me, I don't know how you don't find something for a Samoa Joe to do in the ring, on camera, on the microphone, on commentary, doing promos for somebody managing somebody there are so many different things that Samoa Joe could have done and now he's not doing it so I've got a lot of you guys um asking about the other cuts and I'm going to go through them one by one as well today it was revealed that unfortunately Gabe Zapolsky also gone uh, we had reported back in the summer that there was another Evolve show that was filmed that never made air. It was supposed to have like a, an underground fight feel. Um, and that was a that was a concept that had been around for, for quite a long time, but finally made film, but it didn't quite satisfy, so to speak. So um, there are a lot of people that, that didn't quite get their break from that situation, but Gabe Sapolsky has has uh, had a lot of great ideas throughout the past. You have Danny Birch, who had been working as a coach. He was Oni Lorcan's partner. They'll be able to, to run that back again if they want. He's going to get a lot of independent bookings. He's a very well-connected guy. And so many of these people that have left have been helped out by Danny Birch. Hideki Suzuki moved halfway around the world. I guess all the way around the world, technically, about as far away as you can get, to join Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine was originally supposed to be uh, Hideki Suzuki, Arturo Huas, Marina Shafir, Malcolm Bivens, um, 
Tyler Rust, Roderick Strong. Only Malcolm Bivens and Roderick Strong stand right now. Roderick Strong signed a new deal last year under the impression he was getting the stable, under the impression that the Cruiserweight title was going to be moved to like a semi-main thing with him anchoring it as a, as a former top talent, as a, as a former consistent main eventer, rather, of NXT with Undisputed Era. And all these people are gone. And then a couple of the people that they've brought on since then are gone. Like, unreal. Timothy Thatcher. I thought Timothy Thatcher would have fit in really well with NXT 2.0 because he didn't fit in with 2.0. If you know what I mean? Like, he could have been the gritty uh, guy that that did things uh, categorically different than everybody else. And I think that there was a real good place for that in NXT 2.0. But... Um, I'm being told by WWE they can't get in, can't give me the details of their contracts. I would imagine they're they're different, um, respectively. Each one, I would imagine there's there's a lot of different ones. Oh man, so um, I'm gonna pull up the the rest of these. Uh, George Carroll was a guy who came over from New Japan. And did a lot of great stuff and was well-liked. We had Ryan Katz, who had been a part of creative and production for a very, very long time in uh, NXT. He was one of the first hires for the the Performance Center in like 2013 to work directly under under, um, Dusty Rhodes. And he helped out so many different people. Tremaine Perriman says Nick Khan was an executive ESPN. If you look at that company when he was there, it's not surprising at all. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way that that went. KE775 says, is Shawn Michaels the only Triple H guy left? No, there's like Norman Smiley and uh, a whole bunch of other ones. Uh, but obviously Road Dog, who had a storied career as a performer and then became a producer for for main roster then for nxt worked directly with triple h he was a triple h guy and scott armstrong by proxy because he's a road dog guy is a triple h guy so it's um kind of a a a bummer that we're seeing all of this dismantled that we saw out of triple h and i've got i've got a lot more on fightful select already about this um about how this looks to people who have been released prior and how it looks to people in nxt um, you got one that, that maybe isn't a Triple H person, Kathy Carino, who is known as Allison Danger. She just got her job like a few months ago. Like, what the hell, man? Like, come on. Unreal. Unreal. There's several more I'm trying to to um, rack my brain about this uh, or uh, regarding these and and... It's just that there are so many that, that are no longer with the company. And Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe is like a cherry on, on top of, of, of a shit Sunday. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a bummer. Ace Steel, who is known for uh, coming up with Colt Cabana and CM Punk. <sighs> Unreal. Uh, Runjan Singh. Uh, who uh, is how most of you know Dave Kapoor. Dave Kapoor was a beloved guy for 15 years uh, within WWE who helped out a lot creatively. 
and um he had ended up moving out down to NXT. He had been, I feel like he was senior VP of creative at one point. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But he ended up going to NXT and helping out there, and they cut him as well. Uh, PW Insider reported that Senior VP of Consumer Products Sarah Cummins was released. I don't know a lot about her, though. Uh, but uh, w- there were just numerous. There were b- around 15, I believe, cuts there. Samoa Joe released by WWE. I'm at a loss for words. So I would imagine, you know, I think it's fair to talk about what's going to happen with him. We don't know how he is physically. And um, I think the, the first thing that everybody's going to jump at is AEW. Of course, why wouldn't AEW want to try to bring him in and do something with him? And they should, to some degree. I feel I'm bummed out that he didn't get to do like the last ROH show or anything like that. Ian says, do you think there's a civil war between Vince and Triple H due to NXT not winning the war with AEW? Well, I mean, I don't think that there's much of a civil war. Uh, Triple H does not have the kind of pull in the company that um, that Vince McMahon does. Vince McMahon owns it. He runs it. Whatever he says goes. And that's about it. Uh, Wood Chatter says, the story Lenny Leonard posted on Twitter about Allison Danger was heartbreaking. Yes, very heartbreaking. Seemed a bit ruthless to me uh, how they handled that, but Jason says, "Of course, this happens the day the Saudi news drops." Ah, that's not. That's eh, not. Doesn't really have anything to do with anything. They had the the Saudi Arabia date locked in months and months and months ago. It's just a matter of it being public. And I, to be fair, I've known that date since like October. It's just I didn't I didn't hear if it was in the internal talent relations calendar app until now so it's not like a concentrated thing or anything like that it's just a happen circumstance so Samoa Joe no longer in WWE and here's the wild thing people are saying what Saudi news Uh, the the date of their next show people are might be like Sean you don't have anything to say I've done this podcast before I've said everything before I've said the I don't know how you can't do you can't find something for Samoa Joe podcast. We've been here before. Uh, probably about a thousand of you watching this right now. We're watching then too. Shot kid 29 said, sorry if it's been asked, but is it all now a guarantee that Hunter's out the door? Cause that's the feeling I'm getting. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he hasn't been around at NXT since his cardiac event, which um, I know had a lot of people concerned and worried and a lot of people that, 
that uh, worked under him still haven't spoken to him yet since then. So I hope he's doing fine. I mean, I'm sure this ain't this ain't easy on him mentally. Whether he has anything to do with the decision or if it's concentrated and targeted on him, you know, I, I haven't spoken to Triple H. Uh, big shocker, he's not one of my not one of my sources, but it's like he can't feel good about this either way. Because even if he he was participating in the cuts, ah. <sighs> He would have to feel terrible about it. I mean, he built NXT into something popular. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there who will try to say, NXT was a money pit. It was this. It's a loss leader. And that's that's not a shot at my friend Bix. Not a shot at him. Like him, respect him. Uh, he just happened to tweet it yesterday. But this is this was their developmental territory that became so compelling that it got a cable deal. That it became a success as a live event touring brand, at least as far as pay-per-view goes. Because, I mean, Bailey, Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, like these people, they refined their characters and helped find themselves at the Performance Center. Bianca Belair, it helped anchor their women's division as a new attraction that should have been around long before. The Performance Center helped develop a guy like Braun Strowman that should have been really, really good for them. <sighs> and now you're like, okay, they've still got a few coaches, but who, this is what Scotty Too Hotty was telling me. Okay, I haven't dropped the interview yet. The Scotty Too Hotty interview was going to drop next week or the week after. I wanted to give my boy Chris Van Bleet some space between his interview. But, Scotty too hotty looks like a fucking genius right now, doesn't he? Because he left this guaranteed job, and I hit him up yesterday. He was like, man, I saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I hate that I saw the writing on the wall, but I saw the writing on the wall. And he told me that these releases were a big part of this. Like, he didn't know. He was a coach, and he was helping guide these kids, and he would have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with him, and then they'd be gone. The same day. Look, okay, do you, I don't know if you guys remember my interview with Steve Macklin. Spoiler alert, I got a new interview with Steve Macklin drop in tomorrow. Now, this is not a, a shit on WWE parade for me, but St uh, Steve Macklin was never given a singles opportunity in WWE. Uh, maybe didn't fit their mold. He's undefeated in Impact Wrestling right now. He's killing it in Impact Wrestling. He's doing incredible stuff. I got an interview with him tomorrow. He told me that he went in and bumped around for that big man class about a year ago the one that everybody heard that Keith Lee was a part of and was up in arms about, he went and bumped for all those big guys. Keep in mind, all the big guys that Vince was like, hey, you don't work well enough. Macklin went in and bumped for them and on his way home got fired. So there's a lot of like not left-hand, right-hand you know, stuff going on here. People are asking, will there be more? I don't know if there will be more. El Milkman says, went to the house show in Lowell where Joe beat Balor. For the title was a fun experience. I miss that NXT. I do too. But I mean, that that wasn't exempt from its rough spots too. You know what I mean? Althex says, you're great, Sean. Thanks for what you do. Honestly, are you tired of hard reporting this hard-hitting news about releases on a personal level? Yes, it is heartbreaking to me on a personal level. A lot of these people I've come to know, they've become good friends. Um, I, I respect them. I, I respect almost everybody that I, that I cover. And uh, it is... It sucks. 
it's the worst part of the job by far. Um, yeah. Sheila says NXT was the last live show I watched right before the pandemic. Sad to see how all this got dismantled in a few months. It's very sad. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised they were able to dismantle it so quick. Like over the course of three or four months. Just heartbreaking. Throwback says it's a conflicting feeling. I'm excited Joe gets to move forward and do other things. I'm excited for what's next for him. Sad to see the misuse of him in WDB. As the saying goes, one door opens or one door closes, another opens. Well, buddy, he is going to have a whole lot of doors opening. Uh, he is going to get, he's if he wants to work New Japan strong, he'll get to work New Japan strong. If he wants to work for Impact, he will work there. I would imagine AEW would love to book Samoa Joe. So a lot of doors are opening now. Uh, the the ROH re- reboot, I would imagine if he wants to be a part of that, they'll immediately book him and Gresham or something like that. It's just physically, we don't know if he can wrestle or what he can do. Um, because maybe there was a legitimate reason that we have not yet learned about for him being sidelined. So you, you can't necessarily assume that. And if so, WWE generally doesn't cut people that are sidelined with something like that. At the same time, they didn't seem to have any plans for him in the ring because they, for reasons I'll get into later. Uh, I'll have a full report on this on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. That is uh, the most direct way to support our site and keep us going. It is the most affordable, exclusive wrestling service in the world. We have exclusive wrestling news every single day. We have, uh, I think, eight weekly podcasts at this point. Um, so we've got, gosh, over over 30 shows a month, and then news every single day. Uh, Alicia says the reason Joe's release was separate from the others uh, it just just a matter of finding out. I'll go into more detail on that on the Fightful Select report. But Garmin Rose says, WTF is wrong with the company. Joe is one of the nicest violent guys out there. Met him at a TNA taping in London. He was being called to Gorilla, but still took time for a quick chat and pick with me. Valuable asset in any company. He's the type of guy you always want on your team. Always want on your team. He is... He is so valuable from a scouting aspect. He could be a manager. He could be an announcer. He could be a wrestler. Um, Shauna Walensky says killer cross told Renee Paquette that he had a gut feeling for about four months before he was cut. So Scotty wasn't the only one. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, he did that much. I, I can, I can tell you from, from speaking with him myself, Tristan Jones says, of course, triple H has got to be upset about this. This hat makes no sense at all. It makes sense to somebody. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Alicia says, imagine Joe versus Punk versus Danielson in 2022. Wow. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like rebirths. King David says, is there a chance he also asked for his release? Come on, man. We're, we're going to go into that like, like yesterday. Like, okay, he just walked in and said yesterday, but they wouldn't disclose it to me unless I asked. Come on, man. Come on, man. Not trying to shit on you. Sorry, buddy. (sighs) It's a bummer. It sucks. Um, 
I mean, I don't know what Alex Pawlowski's doing tonight, but I get the feeling he'll probably do a sour graps at some point this weekend. Like, my God, he's going to be talking about this. That's something else you can find on FightfulSelect.com. I am, uh, after, in a few minutes, I'm going to hop off of here. I'm going to start typing up that report. I've already got an inbox full of people. If you can't tell by me looking off, uh, seeing the, the back of my messy hair here, um, off to the side, but... Brother, this is wild, and this is unfortunate. I, I hate it for Samoa Joe. Um, I'm excited to to see. Hopefully, he wrestles again. I hope, but you can never assume what somebody wants. You can never assume what somebody's going to do or what what somebody feels. And uh, he hasn't tweeted at all lately. As I'm looking, like it's been all retweets for for quite some time, but. Uh, he has been active on Twitter in, in some capacity. I just want to tell you guys, I appreciate you all. I know this is a sucky reason to come and support what we're doing and check us out. And I know uh, me saying manscaped.com code fightful and fightfulselect.com. It's not the way that I want to push our products, but uh, I hope you do go. You guys do support fightfulselect.com. I'm going to have a bunch of news there behind this, how I found out uh, WDB's response to it, uh, talent response. I, I mean, I've, I've already got like 12, 12 people in the business um, reaching out and you know, people afraid that there are, are more coming and all that. What a bummer, man. So I'm, I'm very interested. Uh, Ray, Ray DeBlade says, WWE prepping for a sale, in my opinion. I would think so, too. That, that's my, like, I, I I don't have anything besides the Freddie Prinz comment, which I don't know if you guys saw, but he said that a Fox exec told him that it was proposed that Fox buy the entire company. Jimmy Van, who owns our company and owns you know, some other companies, does very well as a businessman, he thinks their, their sale point would be like $5 billion. And it looks like this is a paring down for that. And I have heard in the past of some particular brands that people high up in the company think would make good stewards, but like, we don't know who would run the company. Like would Vince come with the deal? If so, would that knock, knock down the sale price? How would that work? I'm, I'm looking through some of the reactions to, um, to this news and it, it is it's it's surprising but it's not Nurguru says I said that's the first time Samojo doesn't deserve this but Tony this is a slam dunk he has a history with so many guys there that he does that he does throwback says I missed my only shot to see him perform live but he's one one amazing thing thank you Sean for telling us uh, well I get the feeling you're going to have a lot of opportunities to watch him live Tony says, looking forward to whatever Joe next, this man is money, or does next, this man is money, and will be an asset wherever he goes. Uh, well, I, I'm hoping that we get to see him and Punk again. I'm hoping we get to see him and uh, Danielson again. But guys, uh, please leave a thumbs up on this video. You might as well head over, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to start tap, tap, tapping on my keyboard right now and talking to people and compiling something. This will be a constantly updated story that I have. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Again, don't tap dance on anybody's grave. These are people losing their jobs, their livelihoods, stuff like that. 
Uh, we're just reporting the news here. Uh, not, not gonna try, not gonna celebrate anybody leaving for any capacity. So, uh, again, handle these these situations kind of lightly. This could be the best day of somebody's life or the worst day of somebody's life. Uh, probable cause says sell the figure, a couple of those figures you got, Sean, that could cover the price point easy. Thanks for covering. Don't have that much, my friend. Uh, until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.